0: Welcome to Moody's Mixer, Winning with Prostate Cancer. I want to welcome you to the podcast. We're starting a new series, a financial series tonight. So this is going to be a little different than my Winning with Prostate Cancer series, No Fear Necessary. But in this one, No Fear is Necessary is the same thing because it's dealing with our finances. And we have to deal with our finances and understand what it takes for our lives to live. So I'm doing this series along with D. Edward Cheney of the Renaissance Fellowship Church in Las Vegas. He and I have been working together for a few years on the financial series and things as it relates to him being a pastor of the church the renaissance fellowship in las vegas you can catch him on facebook instagram on sunday mornings at 9 a.m and on wednesday we do a wednesday check-in and actually that's when i actually do a new episode of our financial series that's going to be going out throughout the summer into the fall. It's going to be a comprehensive understanding of financing, of finance, and as it relates to our life and, you know, unlocking certain strongholds that prevent us from unlocking the keys to finance. and. But more than that also understanding What unlocks the keys To our spiritual and mental health So I want you to join me As you start to hear episode number one Hope you enjoy it And look forward to seeing you um, On Wednesdays when we do it live It will be interactive Um, So call in on ask questions We're going to be having Um workshops we're going to be having worksheets and things to really help you through your finance and so again i want to thank you and hope you enjoy you don't
1: want to make this about us we want to make it about you very unique tonight you know ladies and gentlemen we're so privileged to to uh not only um we we thank god for my co-producer our co-producer lawrence william cheney lawrence william cheney he uh helps keep us straight when things get erratic but i'm also excited tonight i'm excited tonight about bringing on uh a dynamic brother a brother who has really done some things impacted the lives he's a graduate of morehouse college in atlanta georgia he is a cpa he is a christian he is an awesome uh man of god i want to bring him on at this time he is mr Corey moody
0: well thank you um brother cheney and it's it's a pleasure to be here i'm joining you on your wednesday check-in And, you know, we've been talking about starting a financial series, and I'm glad to be able to bring some information. Uh, I've been speaking around the country for over 30 years. Um, I've done it in the private sector, the public sector. Also done it with churches and some of the biggest churches in the country. And if if I was to say those names, you would know what they are. And who they are. So, um, you know, I, I'm used to talking about, you know, financial services or financial stewardship within the church environment or the Christian environment. So it's my pleasure to, to start this series off. And it's going to be a little different than most. Um, we are going to talk about some nuts and bolts, about budgeting, you know, how to... You know get debt free you know there's some strategies that we're going to be talking about but what i found out over my 30 years of experiences experience is that we have to break some strongholds so we have to kind of loosen up some things you know when i used to go around the country with um pastor lee jenkins uh, over there at eagles nest you know we used to have this term we call pm and it's called poverty mentality And that mentality, you know, is something that's passed down and and we have to learn how to break those strongholds. And it's not a color issue either. So we're going to hit on some real tough and hard subjects because we have to break free. And I'm going to be using some terms like poverty, mentality, slavery. But it's not about color as it is about the process, the mentality that goes along with that. So, you know, I, I want to counter set the stage, you know, I'm going to be coming from a biblical perspective and I'm not going to be saying that every five minutes, um, to, to, to let people know that's where I'm coming from. So if you, you catching on right now just, you know, kind of understand that those things are, are automatic. So I want to make sure that we understand that I'm coming from the Christian biblical perspective. And one of the things that I've found over my 30 something years of experience and why it's hard to kind of break free, is really understanding value. Now I'm a CPA and I'm also a CVA, which is a certified valuation analyst. And in that arena, I deal with mergers and acquisitions and valuation. And one of the things I kind of learned from that is understanding value. And even within my own practice, I had to understand value of services. And we have to understand our own value that we have as it relates to us individually. And it's very important to understand your value so you can break free. And it's something we, you know, that I struggle with, you know, with how I price and do my services and services that I even even take on. So it's going to be very important to understand what value really is. And I'm going to kind of be coming, you know, you know, kind of telling you about value. And if you go to, you know, Leviticus 27 and, you know, you know, the Lord is talking to Moses and he's talking about value. And one of the things, you know, we have to understand, you know, everybody had a price. You know, uh, 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 a man between 20 and 60, you know, was worth 50 shackles. And, you know, as you got older, you, the value decreased. You know, women were worth, you know, 30 shackles within a particular age group. and. And this is not to say who's more valuable than others, as it is to understand we all have a value. And I believe I heard I don't know how many times that we've bought with a price. And so in saying that, we have to understand value. And we have to understand our value so we don't shortchange ourselves. So understanding that, you know, the Lord gave Moses these these directors, you know, this is what everybody is worth within this particular area or this age. And if you could not afford and you wanted to, um, put something up and you couldn't afford it, you know, that, that asset would be given to the priest and then the priest would set that value according to what you can afford. And I kind of want to, you know, touch on that because, you know, you know, we have people who are on 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 uh, government assistance subsidy, and, and there was something that I kind of heard, you know, when there's a segment that's on government assistance, you know, they want to call it welfare, but when another segment gets get uh, money from the government, it's subsidy. And I kind of want to break it down a little bit more. You know, when, they, when, when you watch the news and they talk about certain people, you know, um, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates, and they always talk about what they're worth. Now, what is that net worth? Oh, he's a billionaire. You know, they are, you know, he's a trillionaire. You know, we got our first trillionaire now. And when they talk about another segment, especially when they talk about entertainers and athletes, you always want to talk about how much money they make per year. What was their contract? They signed a $400 million contract. You know, when the young fella from the Kansas City um, Chiefs signed that half half a billion dollar contract. But they never related to value. What is his worth? And I want us to take the time to understand what our value is, what our net worth is. And one of the tools that we have to use, and, you know, if you've gone through some of the financial programs that are out there, and there are some good programs out there. And one of the things we do first is to do what we call a balance sheet or a net worth statement to understand where we are today. You know, so you list all your assets. You list your liabilities. Well, when you subtract those two, you get your net worth. And that's important to know and to understand. It's important to track because what you want to be doing is to increase your net worth day to day, month to month, year to year. That's what we do in the M&A world. You know, we, we, we look at businesses and we judge them by performance. And, and to judge by performance, you have to have indicators. And I've always had indicators for my personal life. And I run all my checking accounts. I run them through QuickBooks. You know, I know where every penny is spent for my life over the past, I don't know how many years. Because I've always want to know what's happening where i'm spending my money it's also going to find out where you overspending and you're wasting so these tools are very important but it's not just having these tools there to say hey this is what the number is you have to be able to interpret these numbers one of the things in business is when when a company looks at their income statement they can see how much they had in revenues how much they had and expenses and how much money they made. But when you break those numbers up into percentages, it tells you a different story. You get better indicators of performance. And that's one of the things that I've done with my personal life. And one of the things I've taught over the years to help people kind of break that poverty mentality, because no matter where you are starting. You can improve. I was watching a video and it's a golf video. And this guy was teaching how to do a draw or how to do a fade. And what that means is if I'm hitting the golf ball, if I wanted to go to the left, that's a draw. And if I wanted to go to the right, that's a fade. And he said that even if you are trying to hit a draw, and it's still faded over to the right. The question is, did it fade less than it did before? Is there an improvement? And so that's one of the things we want to be able to measure is how we are, how we are improving. So understanding these values, So I, you know, one of the, the, the assignments is, you know, go read Leviticus 27. Because it's very important to understand value and also what you're giving up. Because one of the things that talks about is redemption of an asset that you may give up. Well, when you give up that asset and it says you have to pay a fifth of what the value was. And just to convert that, you got to pay a 20% increase. So when you give up something. To get it back, it's like you're, you're pawning your own asset, or you're ponding yourself. You got to pay for it. That's in Leviticus. So we have to understand where we are today. And so we go, you know, one of the things is to fill out that balance sheet. So we go to understand value as it relates to who we are. And poverty mentality is to me systemic. You know, something that is kind of passed down. You know, when we talk about health, you know, they say, "Hey, that's hereditary." There's not many things that her, that her, that's hereditary. Let me tell you what it really is is we repeat the same lifestyle cycles and in, in the same habits. Now, and I'm saying this because I'm, you know, I've been diagnosed with a critical disease. You know, my parents didn't have what I have. So it wasn't hereditary, but what was hereditary were the lifestyles, how we cooked, how we ate, you know, how we did things. That's what's passed down. But when stuff becomes systemic, you know we talked about that doing the black lives matter movement and it's really not a black lives as it is a culture movement and I'm making that statement because there were a lot of different colors out there supporting black lives matters and you had those you know who are against it on both sides I'm saying that to say we have to understand how this stuff works and God gives us the blueprint on how that works. And one of the things to understand is to understand slavery. And I want to kind of talk about slavery in two different parts. One is the one that we had here in America, but slavery was also back in Exodus. So slavery has always been there, but Back in the Bible, slaves still could get free after so many years. And slaves were all different colors. And it was equal how it was used. We kind of changed that model when we had it here in the United States. See, that's kind of slavery kind of created the system of capitalism. And what that means is it doesn't help the wealth of individuals, only the wealth of owners. Capitalism in itself isn't inherently bad, but the rules that that are used and 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 how people are held back, now it clouds the water. So we have to understand that. You know, capitalism, you know, you know, in my opinion, it's almost like the new word they use for slavery. And I know I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but it's okay. And I got the evidence. And, and it's not that it's bad, but it has to be applied properly. Because see, you know, slaves were never meant to be compensated. But you know, when the Jubilee came, slaves were free. But because color came in when, it, when it came over here, it's made it very hard. And what we have to understand. Once you are a slave to anyone, you're always going to be looked at as help. So let's talk about hereditary or quote-unquote what's passed down. So if you were a slave owner, you had children, they had children, and if you teach slaves are just labor, forget the color. They're always going to see slaves as the help. What happened when it came over here, it became about color. So sometimes when people see a color, they only see help. And that's going to be a hard nut to change for some people to, to see you as anything different. But what I know is God has a plan. And it tells us that slaves can be free. And some of the things what we have to do is we got to sow our own seeds. We have to understand who we are and understand our value. And that's why I'm bringing this together. So t- you know, tonight I'm gonna bring a lot of concepts and stuff and I'm gonna leave you scratching your head tonight but we're going to start bringing it down and breaking these chapters down, bringing these concepts down. And I'm going to tell a lot of stories. You know, in Matthew it talks about, you know, why is Jesus always talking parables? Well, because the disciples understood, but he said, you got no they don't understand unless I talk in parables. And I've always kind of liked to tell stories. First of all, it helps me understand it better. So I'm going to break things down to stories and concepts or, you know, metaphors to get us to try to understand it. But one of the things is sowing a seed. And, you know, in, in Matthew 13, it talks about, you know, the seeds that fell. You know, sometimes they fell on bad soil, on rocky soil. Then some fell on good soil. And when it fell, Fell on good soil, you know, it came back a hundredfold, 160, 30, 30 fold. And he says, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. But we have to understand these concepts because it's not just about the money, it's about a spiritual awakening. And I'm telling you this from my own experience of what I've been going through, you know, really these last two years. And I've lived a great life, a good life. I've had some bad things go on in my life. But financially, you know, I've lived a decent life. I've, you know, you know I'm, 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 I've just had a good life. I've been able to do a lot of the things that I want to do, but it's not because I've had a lot of money. It's is because I learned how to use the money, use the system, use the gifts that God has given me to, to stretch it out. You know, when I understand that, how, how could he feed a multitude of people with a loaf of bread? Well, we can do that ourselves when we understand how to apply principles and understand his principle. And one of the things is we have to be able to hear, you know, Matthew 13, talks about hearing, but not worrying about making it that's, that doesn't work because he's going to bring the fruit forward for us, but we have to sow these seeds and what does that mean? Do we have the faith? to do it. So I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit hard real quick on some things. And, and I've been in hundreds of churches and, and spoke and work with churches as their CPA. And one of the things I, you know, I had to learn was not to be afraid to speak the truth of the gift that God has given me about finances. And so in the church, a lot of times, you know, the pastor is up on the pedestal. And he, they should be to a degree or the beacon that we listen to. But we have to be able to hear and understand the words that they're saying. And sometimes we have to speak. I have to speak and say, no, that don't make sense. And I'm going to tell you a story. And there was a the, there was a church that you know they wanted to buy a new building and i advised them not to do it and the board members was like well yeah we know we behind the the, the pastor it's gonna work i'm like don't do it because you have to understand when churches go into debt A lot of times the trustee board you know the board members they have to sign on the note also and it tells us not to co-sign well they went ahead and did it got the new church the second church as soon as they got the second church the pastor left and he wanted to take the new church But who was on the line were all the board members. I'm saying that, that we have to know. We cannot be afraid to understand and to challenge what's right. And a lot of times we do things because it feels like I'm being a good member and not understanding the repercussions. We have to understand our actions. We can't just do things because that's what the world wants us to do. Or it makes us look good to the people we go to church with. I'm gonna get in trouble, but I don't care. So here are some things that I'm gonna kind of hit you with. and, And, and we're gonna think on, you know, for next week. And we're going to break these things down. And what we have to understand about our faith. And I get accused of not believing or whatever and, and whatever for, you know, because you can't just pray and hope it happens. And I'm, I'm getting ready to hit you up that I'm not making this up. You can't just pray, sit at home, go to church on Wednesdays and Sundays, and think things are going to happen. Faith is an action word. And you got to understand without faith, it is impossible to please him. And so what does it say? If you read James, and we're going to break up James 2, 14 through 17. And I'm not going to be quoting a lot of scripture from a verse because for me, it helps to read the whole book, keep it within its context. But if it says faith, but you got to do the work, no physical deeds, no faith. This is in James 2. 14 through 17, read that whole thing. you got to work. That is the evidence. Your work is the evidence of your faith. And I know that's hard because we got to do something. Salvation is given to us freely. That's confessing Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Believing he died and rose on the third day. But now what are we going to do here? So we just get saved. Now we sit. We go to church every day. We come home. We do the Ten Commandments. Don't do none of those things. Are we helping God by doing nothing? Because that's really what we're doing. It's nothing. We have to do something. We have to do something. His promises in Philippians, you know, he strengthens us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So I got diagnosed with prostate cancer last year. And I'm doing well. I'm healing this naturally. I'm not doing any of the evasive procedures. Not that I don't think they don't work now you got to understand how is it working and what is what is the work that it's doing my choice was to have faith in god to heal me yeah people say well they put the doctors there to, to, to to do that and we gonna get into you know we like to talk about drug addicts on the corner and on the street but if you got 30 Tablets up in your cabinet you you doing the same thing Yes yeah, sometimes we have to Understand it's not Easy Not to Get on medication When we don't understand When we understand It's easy Not to get on it But it takes faith Because it takes and it takes work and I'm not against doctors. I have doctors on my team. But do we just hear and do what they tell us? Or do we understand? So we're going to get into it because our body is the temple. I cannot do the work that show my faith or prove if my body is broken down. And I was, I'm willing to give up some years of my life to do his work because he's given me the strength to get through this. So we got to plant these seeds. We got to put faith into action. And we got to stop robbing God. And how do we rob him? Y'all know. You oh, do no know Malachi 3. We rob him with tithes and offering. And that's how we, you know, we get cursed. Not cursed in the necessary bad way. Now you're going to get all these things. You know, this cancer, I put, this cancer is me. I ran myself raggedy. Yeah, I was in great shape, but I still pushed it. I didn't look at the indicators 10 years ago, but Malachi says, test them. So if we are really serious about getting free spiritually, mentally, physically and financially, we gotta have faith and faith is action. That's going to work. And wherever you are, we're going to build these indicators. So you can see the improvement of what you're doing. And I don't care if you on, um, um, subs, um, subsidies or whatever. But the question is, do you want to get off of it? i will give you another story. Young lady has a business. You know, she's making thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 a year. And she's getting $40,000 in disability. So that $40,000 she's making is under the table. So she's getting about 80 grand. That looks pretty good. So that's the good living. You can, you, you can retire a millionaire on that salary. You can retire a millionaire on 30000 a year. but let me tell you the rest of the story. She was offered to come on a movie set to do her job for $150,000. She turned it down. And I'm like, why you turn it down? Well, I don't want to give up my disability. You mean that $40,000? Yeah, that's free money. Okay, but you losing 150. That's a $110,000 difference. Because the 40 you're making on the side, you still can do that because being on the movie set, you ain't there all the time. So you still can keep your hustle. But guess what you get to do with that hustle? You get to bring it above board. Don't have to hide it. You don't have to be nickel slick you can be pleasing in god's eye and not have to hide it now i ran these numbers we ran these numbers her decision wasn't immediately this was a three two to three month process to get her to understand that just don't make no sense and I'm saying that that we have people that may be on subsidized housing, getting food stamps and things of that nature. It's like, man, you know, I'm getting thirty grand, forty grand a year. Yeah, but that's all you're getting. See, you can't build your wealth. You're not getting it. so. Uh, let me just stop it there. Are you only worth thirty thousand a year? and we talked about value when you read Le- Leviticus if you understand 50 shackles that's about a pound and a half of silver and if you take it back 10,000 years that's that equates over about a million bucks now you tell me you only worth thirty thousand a year when you go to that job and they pay you X is that all you worth We always say, man, they don't pay me enough. What you doing about it? Besides complaining. I had a guy work with with me one time, man. And I said, man, why aren't you doing this? He said, well, if you paid me more, I would do more. I'm like, oh, Really? Well, you need, why don't you just go and get out of here? Because, see, that attitude is warped. You do your best job. So, I'm a CPA. You know, I make a decent living. You know, I can bill out $200, $300, $500 an hour on engagements. Some engagements, even more than that. But I want to tell you something. I worked at the airport for 11 years making $15 an hour. I didn't go to that job at the airport and say, Hey, I'm, I'm in my forties. I retired. What three years ago, I was 50 something years old when I retired. So I'm an old man, they're paying me $15 an hour. I could have been doing some other stuff, making 200 an hour. But when I was at that job, $15 an hour, I was one of the best agents in that whole airline, not just my stations, but you take all the stations because I took pride in what I was doing and I was doing it onto God anyway, but I was also learning no matter what you do, you get something from it, you take from it. If the only thing they pay me is $15 an hour, I wasn't trying to get away, not throw these bags, you know, make these planes late when they taking off and all, all that stuff. Or I had to take the stuff from the passengers, you know, crying because, you know, there's a delay. I took all that for $15 an hour, and I could be making $200 an hour. But I had to go because I knew if I hung in there and I retired, My family and I, we can fly free the rest of our life on any airline around the world. My airline, my flying equates to several hundred thousand dollars a year. I fly first class. That's how I can live like a millionaire and don't have the dollars. But I put the work in. But I had to had a mindset, too. So I went into that job and I worked my tail off. But I also learned how to implement things into my practice. because what I learned was: training, teaching, continuing education. So we can say I'm getting this money free. And it it's 20,000. I don't want to give it up. You got to ask yourself if that's all you're worth. You got to answer for that. But what I tell you no matter what you're doing, you can increase that. Get off of whatever you think you're doing from a, from a work perspective. Open your own business, do something. There's things you can do, but you got to, know, you got to learn. You can do the same thing with your health. You can get off the drugs and live a healthier life. And we talk about, I just want to live long because that's what it becomes when we get on drugs. I'm just trying to live as long as I can because we're going to dialysis. We're doing all, you know, we got all these things going on because the drugs is killing our insides. And it's drugs just like pookie and them on the corner. Yeah, they got an MD, but they drug pushing. Y'all know the ones that's doing it also for the pain. And I, So don't I act like I'm, I'm the only one saying this. And they've been doing it to us and getting us to believe we, we got to do it this way. And I understand doing it naturally is not easy. But I believe God says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I cannot be doing what I'm doing without Christ. So I understand I got to put this stuff in action. I got to do it. So I'm just going to kind of come back and talk about some tools that we'll be showing and helping us understand what the numbers, what the data is telling us about our life. If God put a numeric value on us, why are we stopping to understand what our value is for ourselves? And why do we settle for what we settle for? And there's nothing wrong with a good job. Hey, there's a a great friend of mine who's a client And he came to me a few years ago, you know, because I I told him 15 years ago. And he was making $150,000. I was like, man, get off the plantation. And he thanked me a few years ago. You know, he has a million-dollar business now. So we can get blinded by what we think is good. But is that really our value? You have to understand, and you, only you can put that on you. And what we want to help in this series is help you understand value for yourself, what God says the value is. Because it's important for us to do what God wants us to do while we're here. And we have to understand what he wants us to do. So no matter from a monetary perspective of where we are, it doesn't matter. And I say that to say, I tell certain businesses, there are businesses who are doing $10 million. There's a business who's doing a million dollars or $3 million. But those businesses who are doing a million and $3 million, believe it or not, making more money. So we get blinded by false numbers or false information. So we're going to really break down what the word says about a lot of things. Not just about money, but about our health. Because we have to be healthy, healthy in order to do the work. It all comes together, body, mind and spirit. It's not by luck. It's not genie in a bottle. Because if that's it, guys, just go buy a lottery ticket. Just go to the casino and just gamble. Ain't no different. And I'm going to tell you how they change stuff. Start market. That's a getting debates. They say start market. That ain't gambling. Why? Because it's legal ain't saying it's bad but you got to understand it see we too quick to judge someone gambling but we won't tell that person who's invested in the start market because in 2008 when I was working at the airport (laughs) people were crying about the 401ks that they had invested and I remember talking to folks guys let it stay don't worry about it but the point is They lost a whole bunch of money. Now, you want to tell me that's not a game of chance? Why? Because it's legal. You want to tell me the drugs in your cabinet that's prescribed by the the doctor. It's not a drug. Why? Because it's legal. Are we going to break some stuff down? Because it all matters. We have to understand. So, I hope you stay with us through this series. We're going to have some tools. We're going to have some worksheets. So, one of the things I want you to start doing tonight. Start tracking your spending. Start tonight. I'm going to give you just a couple of tips to send you home with. If you're eating out for lunch, that's a car. That's a car note if you need a new car. How do you buy your insurances? Are we going to break it down? we going to shake the trees to get this excess. So I want to thank you for giving me this time tonight. Pastor Cheney, I hope I didn't go overboard, you know, step, you know, go too far. You know, you didn't cut in, you know, you know, kinda of like the Academy Awards. I was waiting for the music to start. You know, like, all right, uh, uh brother, uh, we, we we got we gotta we gotta we gotta gotta cut you off. No, I think I'm
1: excited about this financial series because it succeeded uh it's exceeded its uh expectation and uh we we apologize i want to go on record and apologize for technology stuff as we're working through it please bear with us but we thank you for joining us listen ladies and gentlemen please join us go back go back let's go back um if you want to follow uh, uh, Mr. Corey D. Moody, you can do it at Podbean Corey Moody at Podbean.com. You can reach him on all social media platforms. You can also reach the Renaissance Fellowship. I mean, we've got at Vegas Fellowship on Instagram. We've got YouTube, the Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas, Facebook, the Renaissance Fellowship. We've got uh, Twitter. Follow us on Twitter at Vegas Fellowship. Um the, the blessing about this is that it's an opportunity for you to not just get this information, apply it to your life, but you can practice what you're hearing through Giblify. I need you to understand this. You really gotta download it onto your smartphone, then you turn your locator on, type in the Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas. We gotta add that. Renaissance Fellowship Las Vegas, and you can give. Why don't you try giving to God some of the very best as we are giving you this free knowledge and educational endeavor every week. We're coming back and we're looking forward to more interactions. There'll be opportunities for you to ask questions. Yes, you're able to ask questions. If you have questions, ladies and gentlemen, this is more important than folk just getting on here, hollering and doing other stuff. I think this is necessary. Thank you so much, Corey D. Out, uh, for the awesome presentation. That's an introduction. Yeah. Can you imagine what we get ready to face, y'all? That was amazing. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, see, we got all kind of people that are well, well, well yeah. thank you. And, and I want to say one thing. Go ahead, keep going. And, you know, we talk about the seed tonight and Just start fresh. Yeah. Don't call it a tithe. Don't call it even an offering. Tell yourself, I'm planting a seed. Yeah. And I want you to go back and read. So you understand how those seeds work. But in order to bear fruit, you got to plant a seed. And I'm one of the ones who, you know, I get on. These churches all the time Stop asking these people to give Without giving them the tools To understand how to give When they ain't got no money Right. But what I've un- so understood is Sometimes we gotta go forth in faith And one of the actions Is planting that seed And what we are gonna do You plant that seed tonight When you come back next week Just like when you plant a seed in the dirt you, in, a, in a week, it's a little little sprout that comes up, and I want some of y'all to call and tell us about the sprouting of the seeds that came up. Absolutely. That's all I got. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> nah, no, you're sorry, man. This is what it's about. Listen,
1: and ladies and gentlemen, I'm just gonna put a disclaimer out there. We're probably gonna be longer than 30 minutes because this is very much viable yeah. information that we all need and we need to interact so we can help each other. This is not about uh, Corey uh, talking all this time, but it's about you engaging. You'll be able to type in the chat what you need, what you're yeah. requesting. And if you need to talk to him offline, you can do that. That's what this is about. We've got to strengthen the body. We've got to strengthen you and strengthen your faith when it comes to not just money, but the value. What do, What is your valuation? That's Leviticus chapter 27. <laughs> again, we opened the door yeah. last week. This week, it is on and popping. And I'm excited about what's happening uh, with not just the Cory Bean podcast, but also the Renaissance Fellowship. It's all intertwined. It's more yeah. than tithes and offering. It's about the value of your life, your worth. What are you valued? So again, Lawrence, what you got to say? You got anything to say tonight? wow that was amazing i really like everything about it um financial and uh yeah so it's it's amazing i can't wait um and uh yeah that's pretty much it for me Um, well yeah and it's important ladies and gentlemen that we have our youth on i need young folk all across social media to join us on wednesday nights wednesday nights at mm-hmm. six o'clock Pacific time. Let me say that because I don't know where you are. You may be over yeah. somewhere, but it doesn't matter. We need you in here and we need your comments. Type it in the chat. We need more yeah. than you just saying, uh, check this you yeah. than saying, Check the audio. We need you more than saying, Check the audio. We're going to get all that stuff straight, but just give us time as we're in different uh, sectors. But again, God bless you and we love y'all. And listen, If you want to sow a seed, sow us. you know, just just sow it. Step out on faith, ladies and gentlemen. The biggest problem that we have, uh, faith without works is dead. It's more than about money. But if you want God to do something for you, you have to invest in yourself. I'll tell you this, and then I'll let you go. We'll have final words um, from Corey. But let me tell you this. On this past Sunday, I was with a friend of mine and I preached and I did not accept anything. They were ready to write me a check. They were ready to take up an offering. I said, the Lord spoke to me and told me that I will not be receiving anything today. Instead, we will give you, we invested, we sowed a seed in this ministry of $500. We sowed into this ministry because we needed and believed in our brothers and sisters the Mm. more that we pour into the more we shall receive oh that mercy Mm. i don't know why it seems like i'm always talking to myself but the (laughs) second thing is As I'm sitting there, Corey, and I'm I'm sowing the seed into this ministry, the Lord says, "Give the pastor $100." So we sold $100 into the pastor, who the day before had done a wedding and did not accept any money and some other things for his gas in California. But again god is amazing and we hope and pray ladies and gentlemen that you have yeah. enjoyed what you have i need you to pull out your notebooks you got to come with pen and paper and write this
0: down and yeah and we're going to make this interactive so we're going to get zoom in so you know we're going to want your we're going to need your email addresses you know we somehow we're going to get it to work because we want it to be like an open classroom you know, i'm used to doing this in front of hundreds and thousands of people and it's interaction you know interactive you know so I want to hear from you tell me Corey you crazy no what you know let's let's do that that's how we learn and understand so I don't want it to be just me talking and teaching and stuff I want you to I want we want the input so we're working on the technology to get it because we feed off each other we need each other so I'm just, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this, you know. Yes, have your kids on it, because we're going It's gonna be simplistic, but it's information that kids need to know and understand. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's amazing how how man. I tell you, it's just it's what's needed. What what God wants us to do, and uh, we just thank God that that He has led us to kind of. Uh, do this together, to walk this thing together. So this is not about Pastor Cheney's deal with Cheney and about us, you know, educating the people and, and bringing all of us to a yeah. better financial status. And what I mean by finance, we need to be financially healthy. As Thank we God that, campus, that, that he thing together. So this is not about Pastor Cheney's deal with Cheney and about us you know, educating the people and, and bringing all of us to a yeah. better financial status. And what I mean by finance, we need to be financially healthy as we work I on mean, the temple, uh, the, the health thing together. So this is not about.
0: I hope you, you enjoyed this financial series, part one. Stay tuned for part two. Check us out on Podbean, Instagram, Facebook, all right, and YouTube. Winning with prostate cancer, no fear necessary. Thank you for listening. See you next week.